Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1786, Rethinking the 4% Safe Withdrawal Rule, part one, by Fritz Gilbert of the theretirementmanifesto.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. I have a bit of a longer post today. I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So let's dive into the first half and start optimizing your life. Rethinking the 4% Safe Withdrawal Rule, Part 1, by Fritz Gilbert of the theretirementmanifesto.com. The 4% Safe Withdrawal Rule is a well-known rule of thumb for those planning for retirement. One thing it has going for it is that it's simple to apply. If you have a million dollars, the 4% Safe Withdrawal Rule says you can spend $40,000, or 4% of 1 million, in year one of retirement. Increase your spending by the rate of inflation each year and you'll never run out of money. Simple indeed. But I'd argue that simplicity comes at a potentially very serious cost, like potentially running out of money in retirement. Today, I'll present my argument against the 4% safe withdrawal rule given our current economic situation and propose three modifications I'd recommend as you determine how much you can safely spend in retirement. Rethinking the 4% safe withdrawal rule. I read a lot of information on retirement planning, and lately I've been seeing more content challenging the 4% safe withdrawal rule. I agree with those concerns and felt a post outlining my position was warranted. As a brief background, The 4% safe withdrawal rule is based on the Trinity study, which appeared in an article by William Bergen in the February 1998 issue of the Journal of the American Association of Individual Investors. The conclusion based on the study is summarized as, quote, assuming a minimum requirement of 30 years of portfolio longevity, a first-year withdrawal of 4%, followed by inflation-adjusted withdrawals in subsequent years, should be safe, end quote. My concerns with the 4% safe withdrawal rule. In short, some key factors about the study are relevant, especially as we rethink the 4% safe withdrawal rule. 
It's based on historical market performance from 1926 to 1992. My concern. Relying on past performance to predict future returns can mislead the investor, especially given the unique valuations in today's markets. This point is driven home by a recent Vanguard article that projects future returns based on current market valuations. If you think the Vanguard outlook is depressing, check out the forecast from GMO as presented in the Wealth of Common Sense article titled The Worst Stock and Bond Returns Ever. Why are future returns expected to be below average? The biggest driver for the projected below average returns is the high valuation in today's equity market, particularly in the USA, and the fact that interest rate increases would negatively impact bond yield. In my view, the CAPE ratio is one of the best indicators of market valuations. The reason current valuations matter is the fact that they're highly correlated to future returns. Based on today's CAPE ratio, the historical correlation suggests the forward total returns over the next 10 years could be close to zero. Scary stuff for someone who's planning on equity growth to pay for their retirement expenses. Scary stuff for someone who's committed to the 4% safe withdrawal rule. In addition to the bearish outlook for U.S. equities, bonds could be negatively impacted when interest rates increase. Bond prices are inversely related to interest rates. So as rates go up, bond prices go down. So if you're holding 60% stocks and 40% bonds, it's possible that you could see decreases in both asset classes. As cited in this MarketWatch article, the Fed has begun signaling that interest rates are on the table for 2022 especially if the current bout of inflation proves to be less than a transitory event. For the record, I suspect it will be more than transitory, but what do I know? This brings us to the next concern. My other big concern with the 4% safe withdrawal rule. In addition to my previously mentioned concern, the risk of an extended period of below average market returns I don't like the part of the rule which states you should increase your spending the following year based on the rate of inflation. As most of you know, inflation has been on a bit of a tear lately. Based on the 4% safe withdrawal rule, you would be increasing spending next year based on the higher inflation rate, which could well be the same time you're seeing lower than expected returns. I don't know about you, but that doesn't sit well with me. My suggested modifications to the 4% safe withdrawal rule. It wouldn't be fair to cite my concerns with the 4% safe withdrawal rule without suggesting an alternative. Following are the three modifications I'd suggest for your consideration. I am applying all three of these modifications in our personal retirement strategy. Hear those on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Rethinking the 4% Safe Withdrawal Rule by Fritz Gilbert of theretirementmanifesto.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, 
your kid's college? I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. The 4% rule is a hot topic right now, as a Morningstar report came out this past November and has caused quite a stir in some of the personal finance groups I'm in. Firstly, the talking heads of the financial media have said things are overvalued since the beginning of time. We just read an article the other day where we were reminded how many times in the past decade everyone was screaming about a crash. Well, if you'd have listened to that, you'd have missed out on amazing returns. Past performance isn't representative of future returns, but also no one can predict the future. Go back in history and count how many times the financial media has warned that the end is near, the party is over, and that we better buckle up for a long road of suboptimal returns. Maybe it's true that we'll have zero returns for the next 10 years, but no one can actually predict that. It's interesting to read this article after coming back from a Camp Fi event where half the attendees retired early and are actively drawing down from their portfolios using a guideline like the 4% rule. Guideline being the key word here. More on that in tomorrow's commentary. The overwhelming issue that most people in the room had was realizing that they actually saved way too much money. And this was largely due to the fear-based thinking represented in this article. Now, their main challenge is figuring out how to pull from the right buckets and do Roth conversions at the right time to minimize their tax burden. I'm sure there are many people who worry they haven't saved enough for retirement, but certainly not everyone. And I think the bigger challenge for people in the FIRE community in particular is a tendency to work longer just in case, even when they hit their goal number and really want to quit. I'll have more thoughts for you on this tomorrow. Well, that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and great weekend. And I'll see you tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.